It's the final episode for season two. Woo! Nice. We thought we'd take a trip down memory lane and just talk about how we came together to create this podcast. But before we dive in, I thought we'd play a quick little fun game. So, it's called Pet Peeves, right? Because we all, we all edit and we all find, you know, little intricacies, little annoyances in each other. And I thought it'd be just a bit of a fun game to go around the table and give each other a bit of a roast. Uh, so, I'll, I'll start off. All right. <laughs> Obviously, you know, all love, nothing but love for you guys. But, mm-hmm. man, you know, I swear, sometimes, Jeff, you, you, you take, like, it's not a very much longer time. It's just, like, a second longer when you're thinking. And then you, it's like the flow, the flow of the conversation is going, 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 going. And then it gets, comes to you and you're like, silence. And then you say something. And I'm like, far out, man. Now I'm going to snip this part out. I know, I know. I get annoyed when I edit my parts as well. I'm like, shit, man. In my head, it feels like it's, you know, not that long. But when I listen to it, mm. like, wow. I can't believe I actually think that slow. <laughs> no one. <laughs> you... I, I calculated it. On average, it's around 1.5 seconds. Wow. <laughs> 1.5 feels like exactly. eternity in my mind. I thought I was thinking fast, all right? <laughs> You've definitely improved, though. Oh, yeah. yeah thank you. <laughs> well, I, I think for me, like, uh, very similar to Dom, it's like just the pauses and silences and not targeting Jeff in particular, but I think it's for <laughs> everyone. Like, sometimes, sometimes we just have pauses. And it just mm. continues on. And it's just like, every time, like, even even when everyone edits it, like, sometimes people don't take out the small pauses, and I'm just like, we need a jingle there. We need to add something there so mm. that it sounds a lot better. And another thing for me is my own voice in terms of saying and. Like whenever I say <laughs> and, it, like, breaks, breaks the ceiling in terms of the sound. So I, ho- I hope this one doesn't actually break the ceiling. But I know, I know that one definitely breaks the ceiling. And also my own stuttering. <laughs> So, I like how you just said but, and. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have to edit that bit. Oh gosh. <laughs> uh, but those are those are my pet peeves anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, you you were roasting yourself. Okay. Well, I'm yeah, gonna roast you again. I'm roasting you. Roast you. Yep, I do agree Hit with him. the stuttering. You know, at the beginning of every sentence, especially <laughs> when you get excited, like. Like, like, you just stutter so much, it's like, so, 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 and then in my head, I'm just like, I'm going to edit that. I'm going to have to delete that. <laughs> I apologize for that. I get a bit too excited. <laughs> it's okay. We're all, we're all learning. Was a exactly. Fun roast. Okay. One more, one more roast for Dom. Not even about the editing, but yeah. the Insta designs. I'm like, man. <laughs> 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 this guy using so using nice. Microsoft Word art, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Dude, like, yeah, design is definitely not my strong point. Um, off topic though, um, after this, I want to show you, I made a really nice house in Minecraft. You'll be so proud of me. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I saw you playing Minecraft. I'm looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> okay. It'd be a good design there, hopefully. That was a lot of roasting, and I really enjoyed it. (laughs) But they're definitely not, you know, the cons of, you know, what I take away about this podcast. I think this podcast has a lot more pros, and there are a lot of enjoyable things that I really do like about it. And I think the biggest reason why I keep doing this podcast is because 
I see it as an extracurricular activity, right? Something to keep ourselves busy, mm. especially mm. during the lockdown. And even if it's not lockdown, I'd say it's something. It's like a side side hobby, right? Just something mm. away from the main thing that you do every day. Yeah, like how how I think about it is this podcast initially i was planning to only have 20 episodes so theoretically this is the last episode but i actually enjoyed it a lot more than i expected and i think mm. it's a good reason just to catch up with you guys uh, like in all honesty so so it's always good it's just great to have a like a uh, i don't I, would you guys call it a side hustle i think it is <laughs> like it's just good to have something else outside of work outside of your usual personal stuff that you can kind of keep motivated about where mm. you can kind of learn um, certain skills, certain um, technologies. Like for example, you would have heard earlier uh, Jeff roasting me about I have no, I have little to no creative side, and I, I feel that t- with this podcast, with the work that we've had to put into our socials, I've learned a lot about, or maybe I haven't learned a lot. I've um, mm-hmm. gotten a bit better about design and making things a bit more aesthetically pleasing, but. Uh, yeah, I still have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're getting better. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're definitely Thanks. getting better, Dom. Um, but yeah, I think definitely the podcast has allowed us to touch other skills that we don't usually touch within workplaces. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I I think for me, it's like I think it's actually even harder, like just stakeholder management, right? Stakeholder mm-hmm. ma- stakeholder management of people you don't know is just like, oh, okay, I'll just manage people. But mm-hmm. if it's for friends, it's even harder. I feel like it's like <laughs> another level, right? So just making sure that everyone is happy with you know doing the podcast or doing different sorts of tasks and just making sure that everyone's heard is yeah something that i've definitely learned from oh yeah it feels like it definitely felt like andrew struggled a lot at the beginning of trying to keep everyone happy i think like i remember your private messaging is like oh like were you angry about this i'm like man it doesn't really matter like i I think we should just (laughs) say it out like lay it down on the table yeah would be better but i can see where you're coming from like you having to you know run run those workshops do you call workshops <laughs> and then having having to have your all your friends agree and not get into a heated argument mm. could be very tricky mm. I, I think it's always, always good though like you, you guys are always very accommodating to my crazy ideas in general and you call it out when i say something really stupid so that's something i definitely appreciate when we're planning these sorts of podcasts yeah I feel that the way you approach this podcast was very, a uh, lot more structured, I'd say, than than maybe the, the others um, of us, because you you actually made the effort to make sure things would run smoothly. Whereas in my mind, I guess I didn't think of it so much as um, like a work project. It was very casual and just whatever. So yeah, like. I was like, oh, why is he, uh, why is he asking me how I feel? If I'm like, if I feel bad, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same mindset as Dom on this. Well, 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 it's good. It's good. You guys are so chill about it. I uh, appreciate that. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So, so apart from like these sorts of teamwork skills, I think we definitely, at least for me personally, I think I've learned a lot about podcasting platforms as well. Mm. Um, just yeah, just like Red Circle. Or Anchor. So for people that are starting out podcasts, have a look at those two platforms. I think 
those are the two most popular platforms at this point to host your podcast and that's what we use as well Mm, they're free as well Yeah, Yeah. yeah they are they are good point they are definitely free so that's yeah if you just want a side hobby just want to have a reason to chat with friends i I would say just jump on it and just do it right um Mm. and i think i think another thing that i learned was instagram analytics like i don't don't think we're that great at instagram in all honesty Mm, (laughs) like we're we're, we're still trying to perfect that so if anyone has tips feel free to message (laughs) us Oh man. Um, we haven't cracked the Instagram code. We don't know how to, you know, get to 5,000 likes per post. But I mean, I guess we're not really aiming for that, right? Mm. Mm. It, it's just fun for now. I think it's a good thing that we're not aiming for likes. Because otherwise, there was, this would be hell to, to try to go through yeah. every week. Mm. We're kind of just enjoying the journey rather than mm. the destination. Mm. That's why we're listening to this pros right <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah one more thing i forgot to mention is we're able to voice our opinions on particular subjects i think that's mm-hmm. really good um i think it's for me personally it's not just voicing my opinions for people but it's like a self-discovery journey kind of because i really have to mm-hmm. think about what i care about in terms of the subject yeah like it's very much when we do our recordings, when we do our plannings and scripting, it's very much group therapy, I feel. Depending on the topic, obviously, some topics are very lighthearted and easy to agree on, but perhaps some of the topics that we have tackled in the past two seasons are a bit more controversial. So mm-hmm. it's been quite interesting just to see where everyone stands, as well as our listeners, where they stand, um, our friends, if they have differing opinions. That's definitely true. I always, I always enjoy like you know hearing another perspective that's different to our own right and i think i think that definitely allows us to just grow in terms of what we accept overall and we just have a more diverse perspective yeah so that was some very wholesome sort of positive positive energy we had for the general podcast but i guess coming with a lot of positive energy there's always going to be different sorts of struggles that uh people will have when starting off new projects and we're not any we're we're not Mm. any different um with the podcast that we're having right now we've actually faced a lot of different sorts of problems as we developed from season one until now the last episode of season two so this is a very good episode i would say even for us for a trip down memory (laughs) lane so do you guys remember any sort of problems that we faced actually yeah i remember when we first started that setup for recording was so tragic to where we've come now, I remember the first time we used, I think, I think it was your laptop, Andrew, that we used to record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... Yep, it was, oh, it was my laptop. Like, that quality was so bad, right? Then I remember I borrowed um, a mixer and some, I guess they're like vocal mics that I used for another, um, like, another extracurricular activity that I do. And we recorded using that. And that mm-hmm. was pretty confusing as well. But I feel like the quality... I feel like, do you guys remember? I feel like the quality actually on from the mixer and those vocal mics wasn't that much better than the laptop mic. Uh, I think it was okay. It was definitely better, okay. I think. But yeah, uh, I, I think the setup now is probably the best <laughs> one we've had so far. Yeah. We can only get better. What were you about to say, Jeff? It was better because there were no echoes, I think. Oh, yeah. The mm. like reverberation or whatever. Yeah, well, in the laptop mic, what happened was there were a lot of echo. Like, you could hear the, the room reverb, reverberation mm. in the room. 
but the mics that you brought with the mixer isolated our voices, but there were still problems. I forgot what it was. I I think it was it was so when we had the mics, you could imagine us like holding the mics uh-huh. um, with our hands, and because we were all sitting in a row, we would actually have to look at each other. <laughs> and when we looked at each other, we would turn oh, our heads, yeah. but our mics wouldn't turn, and that would cause suddenly the 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 volume to suddenly change. It suddenly go really soft. So that was a that, that was one of the problems that we had at the start when we were recording. With oh mics. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving our heads when recording, and that reminded me of when we we get quite excited about a topic and when everyone starts laughing it just blows the whole like recording out <laughs> the decibels like go like i don't know to the moon and you have to like, reduce it again <laughs> to, for, for, for myself i think um i don't even need to laugh i think <laughs> it's just the, my voice when, whenever as i mentioned before pet peeves for myself when i say the word and <laughs> like it actually blows off the, the the sound signals and we actually we actually tested it with jeff and mm. dom and you can see that it was is it was very different I, I i just say something very soft like a very soft and and it will suddenly like just blow off the charts and i'll be like what is happening like why is it just my voice yeah. for listeners we calibrate we calibrate our mics so that when we speak normally it should be around negative 10 decibels but the thing is Andrew is always consistently on negative 10 decibels when he talks, except when he says and. When he says and, it goes to 20 20 decibels, which is the maximum red zone limit. So you can see how much of a big difference. (laughs) So when you listen to a podcast, it's already edited down when he says and. (laughs) It's just the way he says Uh, and, right? When we say and, I think it doesn't come from as deep a place or like... You know how you can speak from, you can kind of, uh, I don't know what's called, like speak from your throat, speak from your like your, your stomach. It depends on like, you know, I think there's certain practices when you sing, if you want to really project your voice, you do different um, techniques. It's just when Andrew says add, he uses a very different technique. <laughs> I, I think something else that was a problem for us was that because of COVID, we had to um, start recording virtually. Oh, yeah. And what happened was when we were recording virtually, we initially recorded via Zoom. Mm. The problem is Zoom has lagging internet connections. So if you record via Zoom, what that means is that it will record that overall static or the sudden disconnection of people as they're talking. And that was really bad. I, I think it was when we were recording with Ginny, actually. Um, there, was a, there was a lot of uh, disconnections at different points. And it was very hard for us to try to fix it. Did, did we fix it in the end? I think you were editing that episode, actually, Dom. I, it was very difficult. We couldn't really fix it. Uh, I remember just trying to play around with the frequencies to make it like... There's some parts you can, that we could cut out, so that was fine. But there were some parts where the disconnect would happen mid-sentence. And I can't really cut out like a whole section. So I remember trying to play with the frequencies to make it sound more audible. But... It was just, that was just so tragic, yeah. Recording on Zoom, never, mm. never again. Yeah, so so I think now what we do is that we re- just record on our own devices so that the input just goes through our own devices and doesn't go through the internet. Mm. So even if we disconnect right now um, from Jeff or Dom, like we, can still, we can still currently have a good crisp recording. And that was something we learned as we, as we started on this project. Yeah, I think it feels like a lot of our cons just has to do with how we set it up. 
Mm. Yeah, not really about the podcast yeah. itself, actually. <laughs> it's just the setup. <laughs> but now our system's pretty good now. Yeah, I, th- I think also another another system we forgot to talk about was we usually record two episodes uh, yeah. oh. per, per recording session. So <laughs> <stressful>. <laughs> Both of you seem like exhausted already just listening yeah. to it. <laughs> but yeah, as as you could imagine, like just recording one episode is already tiring enough. Uh, recording two at once. Um, we used to do it weekly, right? That took us the whole day. Yeah, it was. It was weekly. Yeah, it was weekly and two episodes, so it was it was quite tiring. So I, I wouldn't be surprised why Ginny Ginny just couldn't attend yeah. anymore. <laughs> like it, it it was a lot of work back then as well, definitely. But yeah, we've we've changed that so that everyone it's it's more about the quality rather than the quantity of episodes, which is why we release on a fortnightly basis now. Um, but yeah, that's that's something else that we started to learn more about. Now that we know about the pros and cons of making a podcast, and you're still convinced you want to start your very own podcast, here are the steps that we can tell you about. And just for your information, our setup is actually super low budget. Uh, I think we only used mm. money for our mics, and that was it. <laughs> Everything else yeah. is free. Pretty sure <laughs> exactly. it's mics. Yeah. Yep. So step one, idea generation. Uh, what do we use for that? We start by using Trello, which is a Kanban board, and we use that to track everything of what um, what we need to do for that week, everyone's tasks, and then we go into Instagram for inspiration. We are relatively new to the podcast scene, so we do look for successful Aussie Australian, I mean Asian Australian or Asian American Instagrams. Instagram podcast that can give us an idea of what topics we can do or how to make our thumbnails. And finally, we use Metro Retro, which is where our actual idea generation comes in. So what Metro Retro does is it's a huge board and everyone can collaborate in there by putting their own post-it notes of their own ideas. And what we do is we do not judge. No idea is considered a bad idea. And this is where we can go all out and just write whatever post note we want on this huge board. And then once we have enough ideas, we can, we start collating them into a topic. And if that topic is interesting to us, then we start putting more post notes or more ideas into that specific topic. Yep. So that kind of, so as we slowly group up that particular topic, we would have a lot of post-it notes. And through that post-it notes, that's when we actually start planning and scripting the full podcast. So what we usually use is Google Drive and just Google Docs for collaborative sort of scripting. And we look at the post-it notes and we try to structure the overall script so that there's corresponding topics and corresponding questions and pivots so it sounds natural. So this is actually a big evolution from how we usually did it. So when we first started the podcast, all we did was have a Trello board and we only had Google Drives. So those were the only two. And initially, do you remember, like we we used to vote on each other's ideas. So we had five yeah. minutes or 10 minutes and we'd be like, write down any ideas you want and then we'd vote on it on the specific spot. And that was, I would say personally, I would say that was kind of less collaborative because it was hard to 
hard to think of quality ideas or quality points to talk about within five minutes from one brain. Whereas if you had the brainstorming session, it meant that everyone was contributing on each other's ideas and topics. And you could see as a wider picture whether the idea was good or whether you needed a bit more fleshing out for the general script. But I would say, I think that's the main main activity we do during our meetings, right, Jeff, Dom? Mm-hmm. During our meetings, we just all collaborate or just spill everything we have onto that board. Yeah, so once that board's been done, we slowly write out the general script and make sure that everyone knows around the general idea of what, what they're talking about so that it does sound natural when we actually record the actual recording, which goes on to actual recording. So we actually started off using a laptop mic before we started using vocal mics in a mixer. And now we're using a condenser mic. So this condenser mic is, like Jeff said, it's super low budget. It's about, I think it was like 40 or $30 and it's called the newer NW7000 mic. So in case you guys are interested in starting a podcast and you enjoy the quality that we have, check it out. It's on Amazon. And... The first time I used it in a call or with uh, other friends, they were like, wow, you sound so clear. Like you can pretty much do some ASMR stuff if you kind of whisper to the mic, which is pretty cool in my opinion. But in terms of recording, especially now that we're in lockdown, uh, as Andrew mentioned, we have a script and we do do like a video call so that we can kind of look at each other, kind of bounce the vibe around with each other just to see uh, if you have anything extra to say if you want to say anything extra um, or if we just have a lot of ad lib to go off or if we're just going to follow the script and produce our episode. On to the post editing stage. So what software do we use for that? We use a free software called DaVinci Resolve and it's a very heavyweight program equivalent to Adobe Premiere Pro, but it's completely free and it's actually a really powerful program. Yeah, I think a lot of people actually edit the movies using DaVinci Resolve because there's a lot of other tools for actual movies, but we primarily mm. use it only for audio. But from my experience of using iMovie to edit audio in comparison to DaVinci Resolve, DaVinci Resolve is a lot easier to use. It's actually geared and targeted for people that need professional sort of uh, audio and professional sort of movie editing. So I would say... Yeah. Like, if you want to just start off, it's a very, like, I remember for our episode one, that was edited using Mac iMovie, and that took so long in Mm -hmm. comparison to DaVinci Resolve. Um, So I would, like, highly recommend DaVinci Resolve. Uh, Personally, I've used it to create animations for a certain YouTuber, and it was so powerful. It made the job way easier than any other free softwares that I've tried out. Yeah, I love um, I love DaVinci since discovering it. I I quite enjoy doing like videography or like photography and stuff. And I remember using DaVinci after finding out about it through the podcast. I use it for some personal projects as well, just interweaving music and clips and transitions. And yeah, it was just it's it's quite intuitive, mm. like Andrew was saying. It's really it's really mm. easy to use. And, and, and there's plenty of tutorials online actually on different sorts of features that they have. So if you don't know how to do some specific stuff, you just type it in, just Google it. It's just a video away. So it's actually very easy. And I think the feature that I like the most, in all honesty, is like the filters on particular sounds. 
because like for me sometimes the sounds mm. just don't come out right there's echoes you know there's this sort of static noise and you can actually use these sorts of filters and that can just be applied on your audio and it will sound a lot better immediately so apart from davinci uh, resolve using for post editing what other things we do after we finish recording is socials so what we mean by socials is social media so we use the usual you know uh, facebook instagram you know twitter but trying to schedule everything and making sure that everything is aligned in terms of messaging as well as the tags those sorts of aspects that takes a lot of work if you were to do it individually so that's why we actually use a platform called later so later.com and that one's also free it's a free software um for the first 30 posts i believe yeah 30 posts every month or something across those lines and yeah. we, we we don't That's actually right. post that much every month so it's perfect for us to use it for our social media posts so it means that we just design once put it into later and later we'll be able to schedule it for us for the next day to automatically post it and that's in general how we usually post our socials and ensure that our socials appear on our platforms on time. I believe that's all we primarily do for our socials. Um, was there anything else that you guys wanted to add for how we make our podcast? I think we covered all the steps <laughs> from one to five. Mm -hmm. So, I, yeah, yeah, from idea generation to planning and scripting to recording, post-editing, and then finally the socials. So yeah, like if, if you're planning to start a new podcast, feel free to message us um, about your new podcast and we'll be more than happy to listen in on your general progress because we're kind of all learning at this point in time. Yeah, so that's pretty much how we go about doing our podcasting and we hope that's pretty interesting to you guys. And since we're taking a trip down memory lane, we thought we'd get a guest in. Someone who knows a little bit about podcasting. For our new viewers, we actually had a fourth banana during season one, and that was our good friend, Ginny. <coughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, she could not continue the podcast with us, but for today's episode, we have her back as a guest. So just to catch up with things related and not related to the podcast. Welcome back, Thank Ginny. You. Hey guys, I'm back. Wow, you actually sound really excited. <laughs> that, that's good. Oh, sorry. Can I redo this? <laughs> hey, guys, I'm back. <laughs> uh, how's everything going? Good to have you back with us. Yeah, it's been good. Uh, she's been having a lot more free time to do my own stuff, I guess. What What are you doing for your free time? Um, so I've been putting more hours into the gym mostly if i was to talk about what i do on a weekly basis so so what, what is it that you do at the gym like is it is it muay thai i think i remember it was that mm, yeah so i'm still doing muay thai uh so i've i've recently joined the fight team for my current gym as well so i'm training five days a week um and it's about an hour and a half to two hours every session so yeah it's it's pretty rough but i quite like it Ooh. So have you joined any competitions? I'm assuming you're you're training this this hard for a competition of some sort, right? Uh, not yet, um, because, well, first off, because of COVID, everything's slowly getting cancelled. Um, but I have oh, previously, okay. back when I, like, uh, two years into Muay Thai, that was when I did my first fight. And that was when I was still back in Sydney um, in my first gym as well. 
How many years has it been now? Uh, it's been four-ish, I believe. Starting to lose count now. But yeah, I'd say over four years. Damn. That's a uni degree. (laughs) 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 How the Muay Thai fights? I would imagine it'd be super nerve-wracking. It it was. Uh, my one oh. was more of a local fight because it was my first ever one, so I wasn't really going to step into um, like a club or an RSL in the middle of, of like a spotlight mm. type of thing. But it was it was still scary enough for me. Um, I still remember because my fight was towards the end, um, so I kept watching oh, other damn. people. And then being an audience, I was just like, oh yeah, it doesn't look like it hurts. It looks slow and everything. But then when it was my turn, um, I started warming up, I felt good, but the moment I started putting my gear on, like, headgear, gloves, and all that, oh man, the nerves kicked in so bad. I, I started I started telling my coach at that time, his name was Scott, um, so I was like, Scott, I don't think I can do this. Scott, help. <laughs> and then he was like, no, no, you'll be fine. Like, I, felt, I felt like... My arms and legs were no longer mine. I could I couldn't really control it. I think it was like oh, no. really just yeah. It was literally just by like muscle memory. I was walking up to the ring. I wasn't even thinking at all. <laughs> and then when he when my coach like pat me on the back just as like a good luck here we go kind of thing. I was I nearly I nearly fell because it felt so heavy on my shoulders. So yeah, it was pretty nerve wracking. Um, but then by the moment you start, the moment I got punched in the face hard enough it it's kind of just like a you, you better do something or else you'll die in the ring kind of feeling so that's when i started kicking back in and then whatever i've learned just chuck it into the ring so, so so that punch in the face was kind of like a wake-up call eh? more or less <laughs> i realize that's how yeah. i usually work as well like because after that one um i changed gyms for personal reasons and then in my new gym when i was prepping for my next one as well um, I realize all the sparring sessions, until I get a very clean, mm. hard punch in my face, I don't really kick in and I just kind of muck around until I get that punch. Oh, wow. Mm. Wait, so, so did you win that match? That was a draw. Um, oh, yeah. okay. So, oh, according nice. to my friends... That's fr- good. Yeah, according to my friends, because she was listening on the side, um, she was like, I, I won the first round. The other girl won the second round, and then the third round scores were equal. So I, was, I saw a clip of the Olympics. Um, I forgot what kind of fight it was, but I saw the coach before the fight starting. The coach would just slap the girl, his his student like in the face just <laughs> yeah. to prep her. That's probably what so, I need, eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she tells Scott, oh, it used to be Scott, but... I guess whoever your new coach is should slap you in the face before starting. <laughs> <laughs> just, just so Jitty's like fully prepped. Eh? <laughs> so apart from Muay Thai, have you been up to anything else? Have you picked up any other hobbies? So earlier this year, I started playing darts. So about a few months in now, um, I've joined the Division One Darts Comp. Oh, okay, wait. So, so, so what, what's Division One darts? Like, what does that entail? So Division 1 is kind of, it's more like local club darts competition. Um, so Division 1 is the lowest level, so oh. newbie darts. 
Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm sure you're gonna get a next level very soon. So, so are these are these electronic dartboards? Because I've I've seen a few at dart bars around Sydney before. <laughs> mm. For the ones that I've been playing with, no. Um, so we, it's either by hand. Sometimes, like I I played social darts before. We did it by hand, which was really hard. I realized. So I've got a I've got a maths degree, and I realized my maths degree is useless in these simple quick maths. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in comps, I believe we use a. Uh, like an app, so someone, like your scorer would manually put your scores in the app and then it calculates it for you. And then, but in the end of the day, um, it sends you an email giving you your average, your team's average and all the results. Oh, okay, wow. So phys- physical dartboards, it's very different. So did you, did you, did you, yeah, yeah did you win for all these um, sort of competitions or th- that you've played recently? Um, so for the actual Division 1 comps, I haven't started yet. The mm-hmm. first game would be this coming Wednesday. And for social darts, no, I've, I've been losing. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think um, this isn't like time zone. It's like Division 1. They're probably a bit bit more serious. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I was waiting for tokens. To, I was waiting for tokens to come out. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, then, and then claim your free candies from the shop. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I also noticed that you bought darts on your Instagram. Like, how are they different? Like, what differentiates good darts to, you know, the ones you just get at the bar? Oh, um, honestly, I think I'm still, I'm still trying to suss that out as well. So when I first started, I was using my coach's spare darts. Um, and then because I am going into division one, he's like, you you got to get your own darts. So he actually chose my darts for me. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, so I don't, I don't know what's good, what's bad. Um, I think it all comes from experience and how you throw, how you like to throw. Um, I, I know about the different sizes and different lengths and stuff, but in terms of what's better and what's not, I think it's really personal. Uh, well, did you feel anything that's different between the your boss's spare ones and the ones you bought? Um, so yeah, my coach's one they were a bit worn out, so it it does it, mm. it's nicer to grip onto because it's smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, my new one, I was a bit uncomfortable with how grippy it was. It felt like it was just stuck on my fingers and it wouldn't throw out properly. That's when it started, but mm. then I just got used to it. That's that's just how it has to be. Okay, mm. it's an experience thing. You learn it over time. Yeah, yeah. Just got to adapt to it. Mm-hmm. So, do you um, do you actually miss doing all the podcast work now that you um, you've got all this time? Like, did you did you want a real answer or like a fake? <laughs> oh, I miss you guys so much. <laughs> we want real answer. We want you to roast us. <laughs> We're all friends here, right? Right. <laughs> um. Well, to be honest, I think I miss the time that we get to spend together because, like, back then, we basically Mm -hmm. met up once or twice a week for meetings and for recordings and stuff. Um, So I I like the time spending, like, we spent together, but I definitely don't miss all the editing, um, all the planning (laughs) and all that stuff. So, yeah, there's, there's good and bad to it, I guess. Yeah. Like, I can imagine, obviously, all that logistical work, all those planning sessions, and now you have a, that all back. It sounds like, you know, life is pretty good now without us. 
Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honesty is key, right? <laughs> key to relationships. Well, 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 it seems like you're, you're you're getting pretty productive with all that time, so that's that's good. At least you're you're doing other hobbies that you're definitely enjoying a lot more than all the editing that work that we have at podcasts. Because yeah, I don't, I don't think any of us really like the post production part. I mean, mm. the recording part is amazing, and the post production is just a, a lot of effort, right? Um. So so yeah, like it's it's perfectly fair and legitimate to say that. <laughs> you, you guys still feel that? Uh, it's 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 a bit better now. Um, we we have a bit more of a process, yeah. but um, it's like like sometimes like you just get busy with other stuff, and it's just like oh, I still need to do that extra extra piece of work after work, kind of thing. But mm. I mean, I, I I'm kind of used to it now. I I don't know about Jeff Jeff or Dom, any. Any concerns or any any roasting about the current process? <laughs> I mean, we did talk about the pros and cons at the beginning of this podcast. I think the biggest oh, con, uh, the, not con, sorry, the biggest pro is that it's a extracurricular that we could do while yeah uh-huh. during a lockdown and stuff. Yeah. It, it's something to do while we spend time with each other. Yeah, yeah that's true. Exactly right. You have like that habit or that the regular thing which like kind of keeps your mental in check. So. I mean, good and bad, I guess, but it is what it is. Did anyone ask you why you disappeared from after season one? Was there perhaps a falling out? Did you? Uh, did we have any drama? <laughs> uh, a few friends did. Um, so when they realised that my banana mascot disappeared from Insta and other social media platforms, um, ah. they messaged me like, Oh, where are you? Why are you? <laughs> and what did you tell them? Did we like? Did we have a punch on? Did you take the three of us down with your Muay Thai skills? <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of what I told them. <laughs> oh, no, um, no, I just I just told them that I I decided mm. not to continue because um, of commitment and all that stuff. So there wasn't much of an explanation. It was just like a like a little shock, I guess, in the beginning. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't want to explain on your behalf, uh, like during the the season two ep one, like because it's it's not coming out of your mouth. So we just wanted to make sure that you had you had you had a voice in the reason why you actually um left. But it's good. I, I think a lot of listeners will be able to be at peace finally with why Jenny suddenly left. Actually, I want to ask, how does it feel now that you're back as a guest? Mm. Um. I was actually surprised when you guys asked me, cause oh yeah, Why? I don't know. I, I just wasn't. I just wasn't Why? expecting it. Like uh... yeah, you guys were just like, hey, oh, do you okay. want to come for our last episode? And I felt like it was. It's it's quite special as well. Like being first guest, um, and also on the last episode of season two. So thank you guys for inviting me back. Oh. Well, you were second guest. Though. Yeah, oh, really? You were in your bubble? <laughs> <laughs> you were first guest. <laughs> you would have known if you listened to our podcast. Oh! I might have skipped, I might have skipped that episode. <laughs> I'm so done, man. I'm, 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 I'm done with this. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Season two's out. <laughs> we hope it was interesting for you guys to listen to the highlights. Uh, as well as the struggles that we encountered in our podcast adventure. Whilst we're planning Season 3, come and have a chat with us on Discord, like us on Facebook, and give us a follow on Instagram. We'll catch you guys in the next season. Bye! 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 Bye!